Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to a brand new week with Donna and Steve. Producer Don McLean. Thank you, man. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Everybody say hey. Hey, everybody say hey. Oh, feels good. We've got a fresh start. Very exciting. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. How you yeah. doing, Steve? I'm doing good. Doing good. Got good. a little uh, got a little sick over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Started feeling yucky on Friday. Mm-hmm. And um, and then it was such a bummer because we had a. Uh, it was just. I mean, doesn't it seem like sickness always hits you at the exact wrong time? Mm-hmm. It, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so, listen, my son had RSV and it's really bad this year and it's lasting longer than normal and then it turned into an ear infection Alexis went through the same thing so on Friday I started getting a little bit of a coffee situation mm-hmm. and boy <laughs> and then wait today will be operation no laugh <laughs> if I don't laugh I'm good so then started feeling a little not great and uh, had a few little coffee fits I was like oh geez so then I, you know, radio and TV are so different when you have sickness. If you're on television, there isn't like a cut to color bars button that I can push <laughs> if I like need to sneeze or cough or whatever. Here in the privacy of my own bedroom closet, excuse me, I'm home broadcasting studio. I can just turn the volume down. I can cough. I can you spit. Can mute I can yourself. Sneeze, I can mute myself and do whatever yeah. I need to do. Anyway, we have a gala on Friday night uh, that Elizabeth and I had committed to. And so I was like, boy, okay, what's going on? What, what, what should I do? So I told them, look, I just feel a little left to center. Um, and I just want to tell you that, but mm-hmm. I can just stay away from people, whatever. So we end up, I, I stay off TV that afternoon. And, um, and then we do that, that, the, the gala and it was great. And I'll tell you more about it at the end of the show today. Lovely organization, but oh my goodness. It was like the adrenaline came down Friday night. I get home, feel real bad Saturday, Ooh. very bad. Not great. Very bad. Very, Very bad. It was so bad. Very terrible. And um, yeah, but I got tested and I do not have COVID-19, also known as coronavirus. <laughs> I do not have that. And I feel like I'm trending in the right direction. Um, you know, another uh, day or two in hiding here. Mm-hmm. I'll stay away from all the radio folks so that I, e- even if it's not COVID, you just don't want to get sick because right. then you have to get tested. No, yeah. And then it's a whole thing. Yeah. So I'm going to stay in my cocoon as long do as I can. Do you know if you have RSV? I do not know because they do not test you for that at the uh, coronavirus uh, oh, place. Oh, so you just went there. Okay. You and probably yeah. do if your I kid had it. Probably do. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I feel like I'm coming through it. I feel like I'm, uh, don't I sound good? I feel like I'm, tra- I'm going in the right, um, my trajectory okay, is good. Sure, sure. Can I tell you this about the coronavirus test? Yeah. I've received maybe four of them, maybe five. I don't know. Oh. Yes, yesterday, 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 they brought out a Q-tip. Not the brain thing. Oh. And they said, this is just an antigen test. And then they just did it low mm. in my nostril mm-hmm. for eight seconds. And then we were done. I said, what about the other thing? Is the other thing about to come? Was this a primer? She said, no, that's the PCR test. And we're not doing those right now. 
So that was pleasant. Interesting, because I did a PCR test and a rapid test. Yeah. And I got a notice, an email that basically said, sorry, your sam- we couldn't get your result because your sample was um, compromised. For the PCR? Yeah. So oh, I never got that result. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they said they were doing an update, a scheduled update on their PCR test. This was mm. at uh, GS Labs in Shockby. If anybody's looking for went. a quick COVID mm-hmm. test, they're they're changing that. Um, okay. And so it wasn't there. But yeah, it's pretty slick. You just park your car, and they come out, and once you're checked in, they tell you to put your hazards on, so mm-hmm. they know. Yeah. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, it was it was pretty slick. Cool there was a little operation. bit of a wait yesterday, but I'm going to stay out of your hair so that I don't give anybody the symptoms Thank this you. week, as well, long as these symptoms last. Well, <laughs> I don't. Know. I started coughing. You're during sick. The show on my Friday. roommate's sick. What do you want us to do? I don't know what's happening. We, we went like two years without anyone getting sick. MC had a cold, a really bad cold. Yeah, for a Me week. Me too. Yeah, yeah. And, but no and COVID. He got tested and it's like this is just a cold and he was miserable but Mm -hmm. yeah you know it reminds you too how much a sickness just when you feel body achy headache like mouth pain nose stuff coughing on saturday hurt so bad anytime Mm -hmm. i knew the cough was coming i was like oh no here it goes again um i just yeah you just remember how fortunate we are to be healthy. Right. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? yes. Anyway, so I'll be hanging over here. Okay. Other so, than that. Yeah. Saturday Night Live this weekend. This did anybody Saturday watch Live. Kim Kardashian? Yes. I, I watched bits of the monologue on Twitter. I thought she did kind of good in the I, monologue. Yeah, she did. I mean, first of all, she was a good sport. That is first and foremost. That's what it takes. Yep. And then she just, you know, she was in it to win it. Here is a little bit of her roasting her family. <laughs> And it's so great to be here tonight. I know, I'm surprised to see me here too. (laughs) When they asked, uh, I was like, you want me to host? Why? I haven't had a movie premiere in a really long time. (laughs) I mean, actually, I only had that one movie come out and no one told me it was even premiering. (laughs) It must have slipped my mom's mind. (laughs) I'm excited to be here tonight to show you guys that I'm so much more than just a pretty face. good hair and great makeup and amazing boobs and a perfect butt. Basically, I'm just so much more than that reference photo my sister showed their plastic surgeons. But the one thing I'm really proud of is that no one could ever call me a gold digger. Honestly, I'm not even sure how you become one. So I asked my mom's boyfriend, Corey. Nobody's safe. That's good. That's the way to do it. I mean, she seemed a little um, uh, mechanical to me because she was probably nervous, but the writing is funny. She seemed relaxed, but rehearsed. Yeah. That's that's a good way to say it, though. She rehearsed for 20 hours. Oh, my gosh. She never really looked at a cue card. I was very impressed. That's awesome. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. No, she did. She really was a true professional, and I really respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I need to see this, though, because... I saw that she has Skims. There was a Skims sketch for big boned dogs. Yes. And I thought of Buddy, your dog dog. Rude. The only time I've ever seen him, he's been laying on his side in the back of the raft. Oh. All right, here's a sketch. Here's that sketch. Cute. <laughs> I'm Kim Kardashian West. I'm a mother, millionaire, law student, and billionaire. And I'm also <laughs> a proud owner of Skims shapewear products. Skims has given comfort and support to millions of women of all shapes and sizes, but we're just getting started. 
Introducing New Skims Shapewear for Thick Dogs. <laughs> the only product on the market that will comfortably accentuate your dog's curves, no matter how thick that butt. <laughs> Hi, I'm the Ennis, head designer at Skims for Thick Dogs, and this is my dog, Delicious. <laughs> a big bulldog. As you can see, she ain't no toothpick. Homegirl got a butt dog like her daddy. <laughs> Making it almost impossible to find clothes for her until now. Oh. Now she looks so good, I can't believe she's still with me. Oh. Well, so you, you get the idea. It just goes on. And, and at the end, and they're like, comes in this variety of colors. Brown. <laughs> nude. And that's it. <laughs> Did you hear it too that Keenan sneaked in? His name was De Ennis. Yes. <laughs> yes. De Ennis. Oh, Lord. All right. So good. Um, well, right. listen, we've got a bunch of good stuff coming your way today. It's a money Monday, not just any Monday. That's right. Which means uh, coming up at 1130, we're all going to get richer together. We're going to go through some funny or weird uh, money superstitions. Do you have any? Uh, we'll rattle some off, mm. and uh, you can join that conversation. Also, coming up today at 1030, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. But when we come back, what do Captain Crunch, or excuse me, Captain, Captain Crunch, <laughs> and the Mary Tyler Moore Show have in common? Mm. Anybody able to figure that out? Any trivia buffs out there without Googling? Uh, we'll tell you that and other things that you don't need to know, but you'll be happy you do. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and fun facts, too. Things that make you go. I got something for you. You guys like the Mary Tyler Moore show, right? Of course. Uh, yes. You guys like Cap'n Crunch, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel sure, the same way. Right. I feel the same way. Yeah. That's when we're just purchasing what they're marketing. Yeah. It's a fun character. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, now this. The Cap'n Crunch character was created by a guy named Alan Burns, mm. who also, by the way, worked on Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, cool. And co-created the Munsters. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Cool. Whoa. He passed away in, for our French listener, Jean Vier, at 85. Mm. So the same guy who made Cap and Crunch also made the Mary Tyler Moore Show. That is really strange. Did he Diverse. make any other serials? <laughs> That's a, I think he stopped at Cap and Crunch. Hmm. Well, I mean, he just he was the, he created the character. He, I guess I shouldn't oh, say he created the okay. So he didn't the come up with the formula. <laughs> no, the awful like yeah, this. It's really not great, is you it? You know what? I'm realizing something right now. Okay. The reason why Captain Crunch probably had to have such an over the top fun character was because of how bad the cereal is. <laughs> right? There are no marshmallows. It's not coated in sugar, although I'm sure there's more sugar in it than you would think there is. But it's just like oat stuff or like cereal it's you know not, like why plain is the cereal? flavor it's like maple or something it's on there it's really sweet like is it, oh is it really oh it's so yes yes oh man i didn't know that about cap and, and also it's it if you're the gonna, roof of your mouth if you yes hmm. if you're gonna go with like i'm a captain uh Cap'n. throw up throw a pirate in there throw some marshmallows that are like little squid or something i don't know yeah Just go for it <laughs> you heard about oops all berries yeah. So there's Cap'n Crunch. <laughs> then there's Cap'n Crunch Berries. 
And I think that's like some Cap'n Crunch. They realized that it sucked. And then they were like, we need to add some berries to this. Yeah. So then they threw in berries. The berries were colorful. And then they said, what if we came out with just, excuse me, just the berries? So now they have oops, all berries, which is like, oops, we made a mistake at the plant. Huh. <laughs> all you have are the berries, which are essentially tricks. Interesting. I know. That's why I said it. Huh. <laughs> oops, all berries. So basically, this isn't Captain Crunch at all, which we know you hate. I don't like it. No, it's it's the good. It's like the good evolution of it. It would be like if Lucky Charm said, "Oops, all mallows," <laughs> for Mar- and they just had only the marshmallows in there. When you guys ate um, uh, uh, Lucky Charms, did you save the marshmallows for last, or did you just enjoy each bite a mixture of the general cereal yeah, and the true. marshmallows? Oh. I saved it and then would yeah. count the amount of marshmallows that I had. Yeah, I at saved the end. all the stars. Yeah. And then the milk. Oh, the milk at the end. As a child, that milk, so good. But when they try to sell you cereal milk without the aging process that naturally happens in the bowl, they do this cereal flavored milk. They do? It's yucky. There's a certain brand of it that they do that I cannot think of at this moment. But it's like, this is what the milk tastes like at the end of cereal. Of this particular cereal, and I would just, I would never try it because I think it's only good in the context of having, mm. you know, tilled the land yourself. <laughs> tilled the land. Oh, man. Hmm. Remember when they had those cereal bars? It was a trend. Yeah. Like, like, a, like you go into a place and it's all cereal, oh, kind of yeah. like a froyo place, except yeah. it's just, God, let's all get cereal. Yes. And yeah, that didn't exactly. last long. Yeah. You know, I went to Pixar once like the headquarters of Pixar, and they have a room like that that is just a cereal thing. It's just, that's how they take breaks at Pixar. Let's okay. go have some cereal. Cute. That's cute. Taps into like the inner child, I think, right. as yeah. they try to create for children. The word phony comes from telephone, because early phones had such bad audio quality that it made people's voices sound fake. Huh, He's a phony. phony. That's a good one. Oh, Steve. I know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is an amazing statistic about our neighbors to the north, the 51st state, as we call her. 90% of the Canadian population lives within 100 miles of the U.S. border. Oh, wow. Holy. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Cow. We don't want to be up there because it's too cold. Yeah. I guess so. They want to go down south. Wow. Toronto. You're not a bad dog. Now listen to this. Roughly two-thirds of the U.S. population lives within 100 miles of one of the country's borders. Wow. I mean, that's crazy. Wait, that blew my mind. Say that again. So roughly two-thirds, I gave you the Canadian one, 90% live within 100 miles of the U.S. border. Two-thirds, 66% of the U.S. population lives within 100 miles of one of the country's borders. Okay. East coast, west coast, yeah, south, north, 
Not a lot right there in the old I see, heartland. yes. Right, right. We're not within 100 miles of the country's border. Or are we within 100 miles of one of the borders, though? In the Twin Cities? No. Do you think we could get to... Duluth? No. It's more not than if we cut. Miles. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know straight north would be more than 100. Twenty yeah. to my cabin, which is yeah. 40 but south of Duluth. Would they consider a border to be Lake Superior? Like, is there a southern point of Lake Superior? All right, I don't have to force I don't this. Know. Yeah. There are approximately 10.3 million barrels of bourbon currently aging in the state of Kentucky. Wow. Which is more than twice the population of Kentucky, which is about 4.5 million. You know, to the aging community, meaning to the people who age things. It's amazing to me that you have this level of patience. (laughs) Yeah. I would never age anything not cheese accidentally i have Uh, well i mean you wait till the end to eat the marshmallows out of the cereal so i guess that's the same thing i guess (laughs) guess maybe i I age my lucky charms Mm. never thought of myself like that um listen guys i hate to tell you this but those are all the fun facts that I have for today. Those are pretty good, Steve. They were decent, weren't they? They were decent. They were decent. Yeah, thank you for sharing them and being so vulnerable. Oh, yeah, you're so welcome. <laughs> hey, don't forget um, about uh, listener rewards. Oh, we have it's good ones? October, we're 11 days in. We do. How nice. about Ray-Ban sunglasses from Shopco Sweet. Optical? I like those. How about tickets to What the Constitution Means to Me at the Guthrie? Oh, fun. Ooh. How about a pizza oven for your grill? Okay, fine. Gift cards, all sorts of things. See everything up for grabs. Uh, just go to Listener Rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com, okay? Wonderful. Thanks, Steve. Um, so you and Dawn McLean have something in common. This is incredible. We both finished Squid Game. Dawn, I thought you said you weren't going to because you had to do all that paranormal research and I stuff like that. I couldn't stop, Steve. Couldn't stop. Uh, uh, I cannot wait to hear what you guys thought of it. I'll tell you what. It, for as shocking of a start as it had, the ending sure did deliver. Oh, I was really? like, wait, what now? I will tell you about it without giving any spoilers. Uh-huh. We'll have a generic conversation uh, about Squid Game. That coming up when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Listening to Donna and Steve on my talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Hello. Boy, uh, hey, I should ask Donna first. Donna, have you watched any of the other episodes of Squid Game? I have not. Okay, so so Donna did one episode, Don. Squid Game, the the Korean show that's on mm-hmm. Netflix that everybody's talking about, mm-hmm. and walked away from that, essentially saying. You guys are disturbed. The creator of this is disturbed. The ever this is not great. We should not be watching this. And she opted out at that point. We almost got her back because Rocco and I were talking about it mm-hmm. so much. And I was getting FOMO. She was getting yeah. FOMO. And uh I think I'm over it. I just don't I watch so much of that type of content that yeah. I you do. You're I right. really do. You I watch, watch a lot Handmaid's of Tale. Yes. You watch um you know, some shows that have darker themes, yep. you kind of gravitate towards those. That's why I'm maybe surprised that I'm not watching yeah, it. Yeah. But maybe, but I get it. There's a point of overkill. And maybe that's why I Literally. generally don't watch this kind of show, uh, was open to it in that it's like, okay, this is not, 
this is the side dish to the to the entree of what I generally consume mm-hmm. in terms of entertainment. But the story was also just so compelling. And so as a reset, without giving any spoilers that'll ruin the experience for anyone who hasn't watched Squid Game, uh, the story is essentially this. It starts with a guy who's down on his luck and just can't, he's just, he's in debt. Life isn't going the way he wants it to. His life is a mess. And then he encounters somebody randomly at a subway who says, want to play a game? And then the guy, you know, adds some stakes to the game and they start playing this game right there. The game goes on and on and on. You finally get to the end and then he gives them a business card. Mm-hmm. And the business card has a, uh, a number that you can call. And you, you call the number and it invites you to play a game. And you go to this game and it turns out there's tons of money up for grabs just in these basic, often children's games that uh, have stakes that are very high. So you could win... For American uh, equivalent, you could win like $43 million or $35 million, something a lot, a ton of money. Um, or you could get eliminated from the game. And uh, it's the stakes are just so high when elimination, we've talked about this before, means that you die. And so suddenly <laughs> yeah. flipping stakes a coin. Stakes are as high as they can get. Yes. It, it can't be any higher. And so if you say, or you die, flipping a coin would be the most intense thing that you could watch. Or like in the pilot episode. Exactly. Red light, green light right. is suddenly like, oh my gosh. Because you have a 50, it's almost like you have a 50-50 chance of like moving, mm-hmm. blinking, right. mm-hmm. wiggling a finger. Well, and then midway through this uh, this series or season i guess i should say i don't know i think that i heard they're planning a season two of this show um midway through the stakes get even higher after something happens amongst the players i shouldn't say that the stakes get higher as much as the uh the intensity gets dialed up even more when something happens to one of the players outside of a game and then you realize oh boy this is a problem so anyway, it it takes you on this wild ride. Interestingly, my my wife, who we joke is dead inside, she's not a crier. She when I cried proposing mm-hmm. to her, okay. I had hives, guys. That's how hard I was crying when I and I was like, I'll be the one to catch your tears. And meanwhile, I'm like weeping she's in front like, of her. I don't have any. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm good. It's fine. I'm okay. <laughs> Clearly, I'm going to be the one supporting you emotionally. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So she's watching this. Crying. She started crying <gasps> she in multiple cried. episodes. Dawn, it was it was it was really crazy. Of and, course she did. But there were some episodes where they really did a nice job throughout it of making you buy into the people. They did that more as time went on and you mm. started to buy into these characters and you also started realizing with each passing episode, well, this can only go one place. Yeah. This is going to end one way. That being said, how it ended, I thought they did a masterful job of some turns. Just when you think it's going to go one way, it kind of goes another way. Wow. And then at the very, and then toward the, the very episode. end of the last episode, I mean, I w- and I was getting sleepy at this point, Don. Not because of the show, because it was like 1130. Oh, sure. But then and then, then I was like, oh. am I seeing this right? Yeah. Is that? And then after I figured out the is that, I was like, but no. It didn't really, that's, didn't see it coming at all. It's, it's easy to, I'm not going to answer that question. Okay. Yeah, what did, what did you ask? Is what there did a Donna winner? Ask? She asked, is oh. there a winner? Oh, I yeah, don't, you don't, no, even don't, know that. we can't say that. 
but I really think it's worth it. Donna's biting be- her nails just I listening know, to this, I, by not the way. Just because of the end, it's because of the, you know, the idea of it's all about capitalism and also um, you're constantly making morality choices. Yes. You know, and, yes. and, and they, they force the, per- you, you are so connected to the characters, you know their backstory. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly tested. In a, and sometimes they do it, and sometimes they don't. And it can be characters that you think are completely good, mm-hmm. that make choices that you just are like, if my life was on the line, my Would my literal life, yeah, I know what the right choice is, but what what happens when your instincts kick in and you're like, I have to save my own life right now? And when you know it's you know essentially a kill or be killed situation, yeah. right? I mean, there's only one way... So, There's only one yeah. way out, it seems. Oh, no. It kind of seems, it reminds me of the way people treat each other when they play the game Survivor. Mm. You know, because they're they all throw out all yeah. of the rules. Sure. Because they're trying to win the money. This is just an extreme of that. Right. That involves death. <laughs> I, I, you know, yeah, you mentioned Survivor. Over last Christmas, my family and I, we played Mafia. A lot, which is the game where you all get the cards handed out yeah. to you. And if you have like a king, you know, everybody. But then there are a couple members of the mafia if you get an ace. And, uh, and, and the way that people will turn on each other and even on their comrades at some point just to save themselves from yeah. going out of the game. But, it, it, yeah, there are some real moral dilemmas Constantly, at the end. Yeah. Oh, yes. It had such a wonderful... Um, it, it it had such a wonderful. It's it's tough when when episode one starts with a bang, literally. Yeah. When it really like grabs your attention that way, the fact that they gave you another lean in kind of a moment in the final episode, yeah, was really interesting. All the way to and through the final scene mm-hmm. of the final episode. Mm-hmm. Where I just thought they did, they did a really wonderful job. Those first thing I turned to Lou and I was like, they did that was a that was very well very, done from a story great. standpoint. Now you could argue to Donna's point, we're talking about Squid Game on Netflix, the Korean show where they play kids games, and if you lose the kids game, you die. Um, <laughs> there are so many. That's such a basic way to describe this yeah, show, it though. It really but, is. There are so many things that are happening there, not to mention, Don, the final episode of Squid Game. There are, there are other things as we learn about who's, who's behind the games. There are masked individuals that we find identities of, which Lou called two or three episodes before. I would have never seen it. I told her, I said, you have to stop saying stuff out loud when we oh, watch yeah, these shows. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Because she figures Woo! it out. Before yeah, I it. do. Yeah, I like to make myself as dumb as possible when yes. I watch those so I can let the storyteller unfold it the way they intended. So I blank my mind so that I don't try to pre-guess. Yes. And then it hits you anew. Well, I mean, but certainly there was the one scene that I felt like nobody could have predicted. Yeah. Yeah. But but Lou said she did. I'll have to tell you off air why she predicted what? it. That smarty pants. It kind of ruins it. But yeah, in, other, do that, in other shows, she like doesn't understand it's weird. It's like the more complex the show, yeah. the more attuned she gets. But She's I can catch her in a basic us. sitcom where I'm like, are you sure about this? Oh, boy. But anyway, yeah, I think Squid it's Game. it's definitely worth watching. I would like to watch it again and learn Korean so that I know the real translation. Mm. You know, I do think that... Did you listen to the American dub? Yeah. Or did you... 
you because you heard the voice in English yes. was always different from the mm-hmm. subtitles. Yeah. So there was yeah, certainly some stuff. Um I feel like the American dub we were getting closer to what they actually meant because okay. the writing yeah. seemed a little more off. Were but, you doing the dub and the translation on the screen? The that's closed what they, caption? That's the only option they give you. So you either do Korean with subtitles or the English dub, which still has subtitles oh, okay. come up on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. got it. Uh but it was compelling. It could have done without all the violence for sure. But um, I think that, that is necessary. You know, gratuitous violence, when you think, okay, do they really need to show this? I think they need to show you the gravity of this, and they need to show the scary stuff. Not like a Star Wars blast, but you need sure. to see. Yes, Donna has Donna her hand has raised. Hi. Hey, um, Donna. <clears throat> my question for you two is probably irrelevant to the whole story, but out of curiosity. Thank you. Do the people in the games... Do they go and sleep in a bunk and they are just continuing to stay on in one property property or do they go home every day oh, and no. then come back? No, yeah, they, they stay, stay there. all together. You, you stay at the game headquarters and there's just like a big giant dorm room. Imagine Got a it. bunch of literal like bunk beds. Four four story tall bunk beds. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and because there are uh at the beginning of the games four hundred and fifty six contestants. Got and so, it. Um but only one can win, so you do the math there. It's, Got it. It's so good, Donna. Oh, it's man. it's it's it really it's very is. Quentin it's Tarantino it. in its, it's violence. It's not just like the beginning and end is good. It's like the story development is very well done. And it you, is really man, well done. It's great. It, yeah, the story Got development. It. I think you can you can easily just see it as this shocking violence, like Tarantino on steroids right. is okay. what it's like. Okay. Um, is there any sex? Yes. Is yeah, there, I think okay. one episode. Is there nudity? Yeah, yes. You can. You you wouldn't want to show kids this. Oh yeah, let me tell you. If your kids are not fully out of like they must be in a coma. Sleeping. You yeah. if they walk yeah. down no. during red light, green light, you will have a broken person for yeah. the rest of your yeah. life that and you'll bring please, up. Yeah, like even I've said this before, but I don't even think sixteen-year-olds should watch it. Like it's definitely it's hairy. Yeah. Okay. But it's also a very well-told story. Squid Game is the the show that we're talking about on Netflix now. Watch it at your own risk if you're uh, if you're shy about like bloody, gory violence, that, which typically ain't my jam. There's a lot of it. I keep saying it's like Tarantino style. It's very, you know. See, I don't like that. Like, well, there's a lot of. I that. don't like. <sighs> Well, even The Handmaid's Tale is kind of like that. I you know, don't like you know, like somebody gets their hand burned on a stove for not telling the truth about something that for what it's worth stuff, donna torture. lou watched lou hates torture scenes anything like that there were probably oh, i don't know five to ten different moments where i looked over and she just had the blanket up and she was just looking over at me like when is it okay for me to yeah, watch again because i'll know what, what happened so maybe you could just turn away at some of those points and All you'll right. still understand it to dawn's point the stakes are high when you see it, but once you see red light, green light, you understand you the stakes. <laughs> you get it. Yes, exactly. So if you need to turn away after that, I think that'll work. Um, All right. We got to take a break. Yeah, we do. When we come back, it'll be time for uh, if you see something, uh, say something. Well, I found something on TikTok mm-hmm. that we need to uh, check out and see yeah. if it's a cool thing or not. It's trending, and I don't know why because it sounds disgusting. You think that sounds disgusting? What you put in below is even more disgusting. <laughs> what people are now putting in their coffee, this almost broke the internet over the weekend. We'll tell you about it when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Oh, oh, Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening.
listening to Donna and Steve with producer Dawn McLean on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, Steve, this is going to be right up your alley. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Like to talk about food. Oh, food. Food is good. I'm big into food. So this is trending on TikTok right now. It seems that people have found a new snack. Okay. They are snacking on raw onions dipped in marinara sauce. <sighs> They're calling them onion chips. And it started with one TikToker named Bethany Ugarte. Ugarte. Nice. Ugart. Sounds like an 80s perfume. Ugarte. <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, she says, don't knock it till you try it. What do you think? I don't know. I've, I've, I've bitten into a raw onion before. I ate it like an apple, like I took a big bite. Oh, no. Yeah. Did it during uh, Twin Cities Live. I figured. And Elizabeth said it smelled for the rest of the show. The, my mouth just reeked. It's an aggressive thing. Now, if, but I'm thinking if you slice it, Mm-hmm. Set the onion upright. Like a cookie. If you slice it downward, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're getting just full circle chips. And then you dip it in. I I thought we were going to like put these in the air fryer at some point to make them like oh. chips. Oh, I guess no. not. Raw. Marinara sauce with onions? I don't yeah, know. Which, which is, you know, there are onions in spaghetti sauce a lot of times. So, but just... The thought of biting into it without it being part of a sandwich is... Feels like a lot. Yes, quick. Well, we'll probably try it on Twin Cities Live at some point this week, I would imagine. <laughs> yes. So I'll be able to give you a more... Uh, well, I said, I put the uh, little link there so you can... I'll get these oh. linked up here. Oh, maybe I didn't. But I will. Oh, I'll find it. I'll, I'll find, find it for you. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. You're, you're a professional. Just take it easy. Okay, another thing here. that was on the internet that just went crazy uh, over the weekend... There, so, okay. Are you a mayo person or not? I do like mayo. I haven't read this. I don't know I haven't why read the headline. So, I love real mayonnaise. Yeah, like Kraft. Not mayo, like whatever that other stuff is. Yeah, that, that, um, oh, what do you call that other stuff? Uh, oh, Miracle Whip. Miracle oh, Whip. Yuck. That is absolutely nowhere near real mayonnaise. Yes, that's disgusting. Vile. Not I a agree. miracle. Okay. No, it's terrible. <laughs> Already there. But it's a nightmare. Hellman's. Um, okay. Last Thursday, their Twitter account told people to put mayonnaise in their coffee. Now, and they this weren't is kidding. It was not. A, it, they added, nope, that wasn't a typo. Mayo in your coffee. It's called having a sophisticated palate. You know, let me see here. What's in mayonnaise? Um, eggs. eggs. Yeah. Oil. Okay. Yeah. Oil. Uh, yeah, emulsifying eggs, oil, and some type of acid, usually vinegar or lemon juice. Um, okay. I mean, well. the internet was just lit up. Were they Which, loving it or people hating were it? Claiming that they were going to try it, and others were saying that it's gross. <laughs> then just other people were joking about it. Um, one mm. woman sang about the situation. She um, sang about it. Mm-hmm. D- Dion Warwick 
uh, was so disgusted that she blocked Hellman's. She said, I won't tolerate it. (laughs) There's a great headline on a website called The Mary Sue or TheMarySue.com, which is funny. Dionne Warwick practiced self-care by blocking Hellman's. (laughs) (laughs) Self-care. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, some people put um, um, coconut oil in their coffee. Oh, for sure. Uh, Some people put butter, butter. ghee. I've put Mm -hmm. butter. What is the benefit of that? Flavor? Uh, I don't know if it's flavor as much as like then there's a punch of like good, healthy fat that is in there, which they say can give you a longer lasting energy than a sugar or, or carb rush. Don, what was oh, your experience it. with that? Well, at the time I was dating a barista and oh. he, yes, <laughs> he <laughs> liked to, he said that it brought out the flavor of the high quality coffee. Hmm. Oh, it does something. It does. It makes it richer, you know. Yeah, it, okay. like if you're doing a French press, especially. Sure. Boy, that was great times. Whenever that guy would make me coffee, I'd wake up in the morning, <laughs> and it's like there would be great, high quality coffee Yum. made for me in a French press every day, and sometimes a breakfast. Yum. Yeah. How about uh, what do they say here? Why butter coffee is the secret to burning fat and fueling you. Oh, interesting. So maybe they're onto something. Well, you know what I do? I uh, yeah, I think maybe. I think that's what they're getting at is, you know, there's a little bit of a little bit, but there's a little bit of protein in the eggs. Uh and whatever egg portion would actually make it in making up the mayonnaise. And then you got what's the other thing we're putting in there? What is Oil. it? Butter? Oil. So there's your there's your fat. Mm-hmm. Um and then acid, right? That's that's all they're not too far off, hmm. frankly. I put um oh gosh, what's it called? I'm putting. Come on, man. It's a. It's a. Come on. T L C G. I'm putting some kind of oil in my coffee. Are you coconut? Once, oh. once a day. It's not coconut. It's uh. That's called, what your friend told you about, right? Yeah, L C G oil. No, Ooh. it's something. But I put it in, and it's so weird because it comes out purely like oil. So I put a tablespoon of it in, mm-hmm. and then it creates like an oil slick on yeah, top see, of the coffee. That's what I don't like. But they say that it helps, like your uh, with your energy. Mm. It helps with your, your digestive tract. Digestive probably. tract. That's a better way than I was going to say it. Yep, it helps with that as well. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're not totally crazy, but the idea of it, I get it. Uh, I don't want eggs in. I don't want the taste of mayonnaise in the coffee. I just no. don't. I, I probably wouldn't try it. I wouldn't either. even though I've done butter. Real butter. Well, I've done. So it's really big on the East Coast to eat bagels with butter and then dunk them dunk it into your coffee so you have done it yes yeah so you're basically dunking the bagel but you're getting the little oil slick as a result okay okay Okay. hey while we're seeing something and saying something i want to tell you you got a couple stories but i only got time for one um just to bond was out this weekend james bond no time to die yeah this stuff happens in real life uh there was an undercover fbi agent who arranged for what's called a dead drop over the weekend of information. This happened in West Virginia. So they they found that there was this uh, couple who was arrested on espionage charges. They tried to send a package to a foreign country containing Navy documents and instructions on how to communicate with like nuclear submarine information. Okay, so it was like really serious stuff, but get this. The undercover FBI agent who arranged for this hit, found out that the the guy involved, the man in this couple, hid an SD card mm-hmm. inside of a peanut butter sandwich. 
Wow. SD card with all the information encrypted about the naval submarine nuclear plans that the United States has inside of a peanut butter sandwich. And they got it out. And then they, they ended up getting busted. They in got plastic. arrested. But isn't that crazy? That like, where should we put it? How should we hide it? Put it in the peanut butter sandwich. Wow. Didn't <laughs> work. Don't didn't do work. it, guys. Yeah. Didn't work. You're going to get caught. You're going to get caught. <laughs> Damn. Let's take a break. Right. Uh, Don, why don't you take the rest of the morning yeah. off or at least go do other producer things? Sure. Thanks. All right. You Thanks, it, Don. All right. Rocco, we'll have a dirt alert momentarily and we'll have some music news coming right up on my top.